Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Now, a punitive road pricing scheme aimed at forcing, literally forcing people out of their cars could see commuters paying €38 to drive to work, while, wait for this, to drive the motorway trip from Cork to Dublin would cost you €100. And 63 euro 163. Connor Faulkner, who's CEO of the Royal Irish Automobile Club, is on the line. It's been a long time since we chatted, Connor. I hope you're well. I'm very well, Gareth. Yes, delighted to talk to you. Delighted to talk to you. Geez, well, when did we first meet? Many, many years ago in a motorsport context. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. Tell me about this. Uh, to, to travel, which we regularly do, we get into the car. It's a pleasure to drive. It's a lonely old road, but it's a wonderful road. Cork to Dublin, having to pay 163 At the moment, it costs probably about Fifteen euro each way uh, yeah. to tolls. Why one hundred and sixty-three euro? Well, a couple of things. Uh, firstly, the hundred and sixty-three euro. To be honest, Gareth, that was just an alarmist take on it by the Daily Mail yesterday. I think you can just throw that one away. It's one of those kind of early ideas. It's just never ever going to happen. And um, but the bits of the story that are real, and um, government is going to have to find a new way to tax cars. They're going to tax cars. They always have. They're going to tax cars. But historically, taxing them on on the fuel uh, yielded an awful lot of money, but it's disappeared. And the more that EVs come onto the road, the less excise duty the state is going to collect. Now, they're down 1.5 billion euro per annum. And that's going to get worse from the state's point of view as fossil fuels die out. So the big question for them is, how do they replace that revenue? How do they tax cars in the future when virtually all private cars are electric vehicles? And there's a few different ways in which you can do that. Some of the schemes that have been suggested are nuts and are never going to happen. Like, for example, 163 quid to drive from Cork to Dublin. Uh, That's just not going to happen. Likewise, just upping the amount of tolls everywhere all, all over the network. I sincerely hope that that will never happen. It causes all sorts of collateral problems. It's a lousy solution. But the type of thing that might happen is uh, you being charged per kilometre for every kilometre that your car drives on a public road. And, you know, the, the technology is there to gather all of that information and verify with cameras and all that sort of malarkey. And if you have a regime like that in place, you can also use it to manage traffic. So you can make it more expensive to come into a city during the commuting hour, for example, than it would be to travel in rural Cork. And these are all great ideas, and they're all essentially, Garrett, at the flip chart 
stage. Um, they're being studied by the state. There are a number of bodies that are looking at it. And what the Daily Mail did yesterday is it, you know, dug out some of the work in progress um, and, 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 and threw it up there as if it was definitely going to happen. So they've exaggerated it, but it is a real story. And we will have to live in a world uh, where we're going to be taxed somehow, but it's no longer going to be primarily on the fuel that we put in. And the city's infrastructures, definitely here in Cork, it can't take any more traffic. No, um, but it can't provide an alternative either. Um, I mean, Cork City is plagued, like all other Irish cities, with, um, with it's underserved by public transport. No insult to the service that is provided, but, you know, obviously Cork doesn't have six Lewis lines and a, and a metro in the centre, um, and it should. You know, if it was a comparable European city elsewhere, it probably would. Um, and likewise, Dublin. I mean, Dublin's a larger city and a larger mess, but the same policy issues, the same policy problems, and, and the no nub of that policy is that we do not adequately provide public transport anywhere near as well as they do elsewhere in Europe and we therefore have a population with no choice but to use cars and and you know your solution to that cannot be tax them ever more for using cars. Um, that's neither fair nor effective. Your solution has to be provide them with alternatives. Um, but in the meantime, they're a great source of tax and uh, the state isn't going to let that go. And I'm curious about the NCT. Um, um, Brian here has just texted. He says, where does the money from our NCT go? Does that go to the government? Well, yes and no. It's a state contract, um, but they uh, tendered it out in very open, clean process. And currently the, the, the holders are Atlas. They're a Spanish company originally, but they're international. Um, and they operate the service. They do it on a you know, fixed fee basis. It's a complicated commercial contract, but there's all sorts of things they have to comply with and stuff they have to do. And in fact, you know, they're, they're under some challenge at the moment. They're falling short uh, of their contracted objectives and they may even, you know, I hope this doesn't happen. Don't think it'd be fair post-COVID, but they're, they're more looking like having to pay penalties from the contract, extra money to the government, rather than profiteering in any way. Um, they, they can make money on the contract when they run it well, and uh, to be fair, a lot of people grumble, Gareth, about the, the Irish NCT, but, but it's honestly true to say that when you compare it internationally, it's of pretty good quality as a system. And the problems at the moment, the delays aren't great, um, but, but it does serve us well, has served us well. And the elephant in the room, Connor, has to be like every road, practically every road from anywhere outside of Dublin eventually leads. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. 
PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. To the M50. And that's the elephant mm. in the room, isn't it? It's just, a, and it's just not, um, it, 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 it's, 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 it's failed in what it set out to do when it was built. <laughs> Well, uh, a, a little harsh because, uh, you know, imagine Dublin without the M50. Um, so in one sense, it succeeds magnificently. It provides enormous relief to the city. It, it, you, you can never uh, use something like an M50 to obviate the need to build metro. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we built the M50. We built the port tunnel. Well done. Had we also built a metro system, we wouldn't be in anything like the same bind. But the M50 is kind of a, a good example of the Irish problem. And um, because in the broader sense, the Irish economy is overly dependent on Dublin, a bit tilted towards Dublin, um, and to Cork to a lesser extent, but definitely Dublin-centric. Um, and our rail network converges on Dublin, our road network converges in Dublin, and that all reinforces the primacy of Dublin. I mean, Dublin Airport is the, the main airport for the whole island. Um, so all roads literally lead to Dublin. Um, and if you've got all roads leading to Dublin and you're not great on public transport, um, then those Dublin roads, like the M50 is a, is a critical piece of Irish state infrastructure. It's at least as important to, you know, people in the petrochemical industry in Cork uh, as it is to the citizens of Dublin. Um, so you know, we're a bit over-dependent on it and um, I guess that's one of our policy challenges, you know, spreading out um, the, the economic activity and tilting it a little bit away from the East Coast. So was your experience in, in the automobile industry down through the years, and you have a lot of experience, mm. a lot of hindsight, what would you suggest? How do we overcome the problem that the government now can't figure out a way to, to overcome? Right. I, I think in the <clears throat> I think in the end it will look something like road pricing, as in a charge per movement. Um, well, there's data protection concerns and Big Brother concerns, but every modern car, certainly every EV sold, has in it a tracker. It has the ability, if it's in a crash, for example, it automatically tells the emergency services where it is. So there's loads of technology from it. And if you can imagine a, a, a scenario whereby you you you're um, you, you are taxed according to how many kilometers you do per year and also when and where you do those kilometers. So it'll be more expensive to drive the M50 uh, than it will be to drive in rural Cork. Um, and in aggregate, the government is going to want that to add up to, well, historically, the motoring sector collectively contributed about five billion. Um, but it, it will wind, we'll wind up paying through that mechanism more or less what we pay traditionally through petrol and diesel down through the years. Um, so cost of motoring probably won't go down, might even go up. And the huge tax take that we pay will remain, um, but we'll pay it probably based on when and where the car moves. With with 
other things you could add to it, a heavier car, uh, paying more tax than a lighter one, that sort of blend. Uh, but ultimately, with a view from the state's perspective of collecting approximately the same amount of revenue that fuel gave them in the old days. And finally, Connor, EVs, the electric vehicle, mm. um, are, is, is it, are, are we still a little bit premature in terms of being a place where EVs are road friendly in the sense that, like, for example, there's a filling station close to where I live. They have two mm. charging bays and a lot of the time the charging bays are blocked by someone who's gone in to pay for a cappuccino. Yeah. Well, you know, at the moment, if you want to use an EV for a longer journey, even within Ireland, you need to be a bit intrepid. You need to track down available chargers, and that's a you know source of stress and worry because it could be blocked, could be broken, um, and then you have to give the thing time to charge. Uh, there's a good friend of mine actually drove an EV down through Spain and uh, seemed like a crazy adventure. I wouldn't do it, um, but for for city driving, EVs are perfect, um, and and they're getting better and better all the time. And um, so it depends how far into the future you want to look, Gareth. Uh, but Toyota are you know there's publicity yesterday about Toyota apparently have developed a solid state battery that will give over a thousand kilometers of range and right. um, now another game changer so I, w- I would imagine that if we cast our minds forward say 10 years you will probably live in a world where EVs are good for a thousand kilometers and you know what that could spell a total paradigm shift for the roadside service station and um, they may exist only to provide rest breaks and coffee um, chargers they'll provide them because when you'll need it, you'll need it badly. But in the normal run of things, it would, you know, a, a roadside charger being used will nearly be as rare as a jerry can of petrol. Um, because if you can charge at home and you're good for a thousand kilometers, yeah. uh, you may not need the roadside charger at all. It's true. Connor, great to talk to you. Gareth, pleasure. Uh, lovely to chat to you. you and, and listen, hope we'll do it again soon. We will. Thank you. Connor Faulkner, their Royal Irish Automobile Club CEO. Great to talk to you, Connor. Corks 96 FM. Even on a budget, quality is non negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.